Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to tell you something. Listen to this. It makes no difference what you do, where you go, or who you are. God never stops calling you his son. Oh, yes, and the father said, now, he was lost. He forgot it. He forgot who he was. He had spiritual amnesia. Oh, Lord. And every once in a while, I tell you in various words, man's only problem, and man only has one problem. I don't care how many problems you think you've got. Those are not your problem. The problem is not the problem. I don't care how many problems you have or what kind of problem you think you have. That's not the problem. Man only has one problem. He forgot who he is and is identifying himself after the flesh and not after the spirit. The spirit has no problem. The flesh has all the problems. The spirit doesn't have any cancer. Only the flesh. <laughs> the spirit doesn't lack anything. Only the flesh lacks. Listen. Let me give you something right now that's going to help you to cure every problem every time one comes up from now on. Know this. Whenever you have a problem, it just means that you have temporarily forgotten who you are. You are temporarily misidentifying yourself. The son of God has no problem. The son of a gun has the problem. And God's sons have problems only because they've forgotten that they're God's son. See, God's son is not condemned. The son of a gun is condemned. The prodigal son, while he was living in son-of-a-gun consciousness, he felt condemned. Just as low as he could be, dirty, nasty as he could be. But something in him said, I will arise. It lets you know that, listen, no matter who you are, what you've done, where you've been, there is something in you that can rise above it. So, there are two things you'd better learn to do. Stop condemning yourself and stop letting organized religion or anybody else beat you down and making you feel unworthy. Amen. Now I'm going to ask for some more confessions. How many of you have ever had organized religion and preachers make you feel guilty? How many of you have ever been beat on by religion? Everybody who's ever been beat on by religion, let's see your hand. Uh -huh. I can see them sometimes. Folks come in here with their heads bloody. They've been Bible whipped. And they keep going back every Sunday. You devil, you what? You're going to hell, bam. God's going to get you. And they keep going back for more. Some people are spiritual masochists. <laughs> All right. Guilt, conscious, unconscious, and subconscious, is the root cause of all man's self-hate and self-destructive punishment seeking. Now, that's another thing. It may surprise some people to know that unconsciously and subconsciously, every person who feels guilty is seeking punishment. Seek and you. I heard somebody say, thank you. <laughs> Good. Now you know what to do. If you have guilt in your heart, you're really an accident going somewhere to happen. If you feel condemned, you are looking for an executioner. And you will find it in many different ways and in many different people. Amen. You'll marry one. <laughs> or you'll work for one. <laughs> or you'll find a preacher that will beat you. 
a man of mine who feels that he is guilty of sin or wrongdoing consciously and unconsciously hates himself. Now here, underline this so that you can pick this up. I'm going over this again. A man of mind who feels that he is guilty of sin or wrongdoing consciously and or unconsciously hates himself, seeks punishment and finds it in many forms, such as enemies, opposition, bad luck and victimization. The self-condemned man of mind sentences himself unconsciously to life imprisonment and hard labor. There used to be some years ago, none of you kids are old enough to remember, but there was a TV program titled, The Verdict is Yours. Every man is his own judge and jury. Whom do men say that I am? Okay, various things. Well now, Jesus is saying in effect, that doesn't matter. Who do you say that I am? (laughs) What do you say about yourself? What sentence do you pass upon yourself? Say that to the two people sitting beside you. What sentence do you pass upon yourself? What sentence do you pass upon yourself? See? You'd better issue yourself an executive pardon. And come on out of jail. And be free. To be, to do, and to have the good that you desire. But a lot of people are like that. They have sentenced themselves to life in prison. And they go around singing, oh, it's so hard to get along. Down south they had a song they called the spiritual, but it was the lowest blues about it's hard to get along. I just can't hardly get along. And another one they call a spiritual, but it's a low down dirty blues. The devil wouldn't even sing it. You know, the one that goes, I am a poor pilgrim of sorrow. Devil wouldn't sing that too low for the devil. Yet they sing it in church. When you say that, you sentence yourself. And then there was another one they sing sometimes about, if I can just make it in. I don't understand how people get happy with some of these songs they sing. Just, I don't mind the clothes I'm wearing. And I don't mind the way I'm faring. If I can just make it in. Make it in where? If you turn up at the pearly gates looking like that. You see, a song like that gives the mind the idea that life has to be hard. Life has to be difficult. That you have to go through hell to get to heaven. Well, that's all right. Everything be all right after a while. Over yonder. In the sweet by and by. That's how people sentence themselves to life imprisonment and hard labor. This is another reason Jesus tells us about judgment. He said, judge not lest you be judged. Leave other people's sins alone. You are not called upon to judge other people's sins. You've got enough of your own. Straighten yours out. (laughs) It's all you can do to stay out of the flesh and to stay in the spirit, you see. You don't have to judge this, that, and the other. Stop thinking that it is your job to judge everything that goes on in the world. Oh, isn't that terrible what they're doing over there? Oh, isn't that awful what they're doing over there? You're bringing yourself under that same judgment. As I've told you this before, preachers who make it a hobby to preach about certain sins, that always gets them. I 
tell you this every once in a while. I'll never forget the first fashion show we had here, and I was backstage, and uh, there was a lady back there that I'd never met before, and she came to me. She says, oh, Reverend Ike, she says, I'm so glad to see you and to meet you. I said, when you pray your prayer for sinners, please pray for me. I looked at her, and I, uh, the spirit must have said it because the flesh didn't say this. I said, lady, I'm not interested in your sin, my sin, or nobody else's sin. And you know, one of the things that will bind sin to you and you to your sin is being so interested. Oh, what a terrible sin I have. Oh, my weakness. You ever hear people say, oh, my weak, this is my weakness. <laughs> And the more you talk about it, and you beat yourself, but oh, it's my weakness. Oh, this is my terrible weakness. <laughs> and you beat yourself for it. You flagellate yourself for it. You won't get rid of it like that. Let go and let God. In the deep subconscious, there is no condemnation but self-condemnation. Now, isn't that interesting? Let's say that. In the deep subconscious, there is no condemnation but self-condemnation. No rejection, but self-rejection. Now, every time it appears outwardly in the world that you are rejected, it is only a reflection of some deep self-rejection within you. You subconsciously rejected your own loan because way down deep you didn't want the burden of paying for it. You were afraid of debt. You know, people sometimes don't know why certain things happen. But the banker never rejects your loan. If a banker rejects your loan, it's not him. He is only your agent. He is your subconscious agent. Everybody in your life is your subconscious agent. Now that will make your belly bitter. But your mouth sweet as honey. As far as you are concerned, everybody is doing to you what you subconsciously compel or permit them to do. Everybody is our subconscious agent insofar as they concern us. They do to us what we permit or compel. There is no impoverishment but self-impoverishment, all resulting from conscious or unconscious subconscious self-hate. Any feeling of undeservedness is really self-hate at the bottom. You're really saying, I don't deserve this. I hate myself and I don't deserve that. So if there's any feeling of undeservedness in you, you'd better deal with it. That is self-hate. It's getting quiet in here. Why don't you deserve it? Tell me one reason why you don't deserve it. That's when you hook into your guilt. And that's why. You're saying, I'm a terrible person. I'm not good enough. And it would surprise you to know the millions and millions of people that have that type of subconscious self-hate feeling of undeservedness, which is, as they, is based on self-hate. Now, the cure to self-hate is to cross out, crucify, the negative, sinful, guilty, hating, false identity, which Paul in Romans calls what? The old man. And accept the truth of yourself, the Christ Jesus self-identity. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Say that. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. You have to accept the Christ Jesus identity, self-identity. A man must mentally move into and live in the Christ Jesus self-consciousness. Christ Jesus, the revelation of the truth of God in us, comes to set a man, a mind, free from the prison and abuse of untruth about 
himself. The only thing that's true about me is what God says. God says I'm his beloved son in whom he is well pleased. And if I would believe that, that would save me. He that believes in the son hath life. But you see, we've been taught so many untruths about ourselves. The spirit of God hath made me. And the breath of the almighty hath given me life. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Now, this is the true meaning of accepting Christ, or accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. A man, a mind, is saved from his false, sinful, guilty, God-hating, self-hating, lying self-identity when he sees and accepts the truth of himself. Jesus Christ, God's Son. A man, a mind, must believe in the divine identity which God gave him. Thou art my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen. God has given mankind only one identity. What is that? My beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. The Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, you have no business with any other identity. There is no other name. Under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. In other words, we must accept that name, that nature, that Son of God nature. And we must live in it. And that saves us from the Son of a gun nature and all that comes to it. The more I think about what Jesus did in his work on the cross, the more I appreciate it. In general, man universally and individually suffers from a guilt complex. In my years of ministering to people and counseling with people, I found this to be like a root cause for everything. And from conscious Unconscious and subconscious guilt, a lot of things spring. Hate, fear, and all hate, of course, are, is evidence of self-hate. And so Jesus volunteered, took it upon himself to do his work on the cross, cross out individual and universal guilt complex, at the same time crossing out self-destructive self-hate. That's the foremost subject of the lesson at this time. Repeat it after me. Crossing out. Crossing out. Self-destructive, self-hate. Now, to dig deeper into the unconscious, subconscious regions of the mind, I ask a question that I dealt with only a moment ago, because I want you to have a deep understanding of this. Why does a man have hatred for himself? Because he feels guilt. There's something that he feels guilty about, and he hates that about himself. And as long as there is any conscious, unconscious, or subconscious, self-hate person is going to bring problems and troubles upon himself or herself. But there's good news in Romans the 8th chapter, the first and second verses. Let's stand and read the text. Here is gospel, good news. Because of the work that Jesus has done, there is no longer any necessity to go around feeling condemned and guilty. Protect your temple with the Solomon's Temple. Peace. Peace, God. What's going on? <clears throat> hey, peace, God. Everything all right? Yeah. How about yourself? Everything good, man. Uh, life is good, you know, as long as I keep my mind in a positive state. 
It's always going to be good. So, as long as I keep that under wraps, I'm good. Hey, that's that's yeah. Crazy. I gotta come see you, man. It's time for you know a treatment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just let me know when you're ready. Just, yeah, just um, probably. I wanted to come today, actually, <laughs> later on today. Um, but I know that's short notice for you because you'd be busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I might check you out. You know, I'll probably check you out on Friday. Write me in on Friday. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you gotta get some work done. I gotta look at, I gotta look how everything looks. Yeah. Um. So what's up, man? Hey, you, you, you've been studying this little Tommy uh, Brown. Um, yeah, man, I love that brother. I love that brother. <laughs> yeah, I like. Don't you like him? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, man, I love yeah. that brother, man. You see, you're seeing a lot of this happening because the energies are shifted. You're seeing a lot, man, you're seeing yeah. a lot of brothers yeah. and sisters check and starting to hold each other accountable. I mean, right. on so many levels. And, um, right. you know, they see, they, they mess with him. And, um, you know, he didn't open up a lot of dialogue, you know. Oh yeah, um, he well he's exposing the uh, the uh, the fakeness with the uh, whole media system. How they use bro- these brothers to uh-huh. badmouth them right around their contract time. Uh-huh. You know, it seems to be right when they're about to renew contracts. Then you get, you know, I never thought of it like that. I never really was aware that. They were using these people to destroy their reputation just so they couldn't get as much money when it came contract time. You see, it's deep, man. <laughs> that's deep. You know, I never that never dawned mm-hmm. on me that you know because I'm mm-hmm. not really was that hard into that type of stuff. But what got me interested in him was he was like, "Here I am. I bought my mother a house." I've been in the That's league, right. but he was in the league 12, 13 years. They don't let scrubs stay in the league that long. And um, and here they are just talking about me. I was, I was what, he was like 17 years old going into the league? He was a kid. And it was disrespecting him like that already. And that That's, was all. And, right. and then when you think about it, it was all about money. You know, how much they going to give him. Right. So they, they probably paid them guys like Stephen A. Smith and some other guys to talk about him. So that you don't have to pay him as much. So, and we so caught up in the rhetoric, we not seeing that that stuff behind the scenes. Now, I know he's right because I did a seminar a couple of years ago in Dallas. Is an ex football player. Uh, I won't say his name. He was well known, and then he, uh, you know, he don't play anymore. He keeps coaching, and uh, and and. And they keep him behind the scenes because he had something happen that was tragic and you know, without going anything. But anyway, he broke it down to me. He said, man, once these guys go into the league, they separate them from their family and they brainwash them, telling them don't listen, don't be with your family, don't do this and do that. And they, they control them. And you, you're a kid and they're offering you these big checks. You don't, you don't even know where to go, especially if you're not ready for that, that life. You're not ready that you're going to be scrutinized and, 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 and you're, you're being used. 
to keep things, you know, keep the status quo going. But he, he, I don't think anybody else could have did it better, you know, brought this stuff to light than he did. You know, this, 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 this scam. I don't think, the, you know, when you see a brother coming off like he do, you know that the ancestors and the spirit is behind him. You know, because this brother, he got, his following is, um, let's see what his following is. He got about damn um, 329K subscribers in his average videos that he's got on his channel. You know, people are watching him, 143. He's doing a live. He's he doing a live, and about 4,000 people is already on the live today. $273,000. Yeah. And, and and listen, he ain't got all the bells and whistles on the channel. Like, he got a timer. He just hold up a little timer <laughs> to the screen, to the camera. That's right. <laughs> so you know right. he's ordained and chosen to get this message out. That's right. That we got to stop dogging each other. Because he said, ain't the white people dogging us. It's our own people dogging us. It's our That's own. Right. We attacking each other. You don't have to like a person's message, but you also don't have to go go in and create a narrative to make people believe what you believe and dog these that's people, right. no matter whether you agree with them or not. And that's really what he's saying. What are you dogging people for? We're, we're, we're going at each other's throat when we're, the, we're at the bottom of the scale when it comes to economics. Nobody respects us. You see? So... It's- that's why I like him, you know. Not to mention he's from, you know, That's basically right. hometown. <laughs> you know, he's from South Carolina, which where my family is from. So, you know, that that right there. Uh, and you know, that, that's another you know reason why Charleston I like him. Uh huh. And Charleston, you know how Charleston is known for them for for, for the um for them type brothers that don't take no jump. <laughs> right, but they they real quiet. They're real quiet at first, mm-hmm. and you got to push them. Now, I, I know a lot of people from oh. Charleston. You really got to push them to, to make them go, but when they go, you, you might as well just hang it up. They ain't brothers to right. be played with. You know, there's some real men out there right. in Charleston, for real. Some real, hey. <laughs> real hey. men to recognize out there. <laughs> Brother you know. Johnson, Johnson came from Charleston. He came the hardest nigga in New York. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, right. He sure was. He sure was. Came yep. up there and ran it. Yeah. Came up there and ran New York. <laughs> right. Half my life, I didn't know my roots was in South Carolina, right? My, my father's side is Winsboro, and my mother's side is Johns Island. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, so <laughs> that's right up there, with, over there where he at, you know? Oh, uh, McGee. So... You know, but I didn't realize know that until way after the fact. It's just funny how you come back home. You know, you I was born and raised in New York, but I ended up in South Carolina, which is where my family ri- originate from. You know, so um, but yeah, he he going on and he breaking it down. He breaking and he like he going at Stephen A. Smith. Just I know Stephen A. Smith right now, which he he could crawl up under a rock. Because right. he has gotten everybody going at him now. Everybody. Yeah, nobody he, ever. He, huh? 
ain't never like that, that, that brother. I've been really, I've been shitting with him. What really got me hot with Stephen A. Smith is that um how he how he came out of LeBron with that mm. um COVID thing. I think that right. made me the madness with him mm. when he was like, "Why you not making people get the vaccine?" And LeBron doing something righteous. I know LeBron, I know people got mixed opinions about LeBron, but I tell you what, LeBron said, I'm not taking that vaccine. Right. Did you hear, did you hear him attack I, I didn't hear him say that. I didn't know. Oh, my God, man. He did a show on LeBron and, and just sending LeBron to hell for not letting, for not encouraging black people to take the shot. And, and and saying that you can't stay on the fence, you were wrong for telling. I mean, he just went hard at him, hard body. But how you see that tells you that he being paid to say that he's a he's a, he's a little butt boy. Mm-hmm. I ain't even know LeBron <laughs> didn't take the shot. He just man, he just did a whole show on him. I watched the show, but I I seen a, um my brother sent me a, like a clip that he did on the show, and it was just like wow, man. You know, on ESPN, what, what damn near every black man watches that. <laughs> and see, and that's the thing. They're using another black man to trash another black man for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit we got to get away from right there. Mm-hmm. Even if you, the brother, got problems, it ain't our job to go out there and crucify him in the media. That's right. It ain't our job to do that. It's not our job. I got people come at me, but I ain't getting on the radio and talk trash about them. One reason why I won't do it because he don't. That person don't have a, a chance of defending themselves against what That's I'm saying. Right. That means he I'm being a little it. punk, you know, talking behind the scenes. You know. Yeah. No, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You could destroy them. You're bigger than them niggas, but you know. You oh just, yeah, you I, just, yeah. You know, of course I can't. But nah, I, I let the ancestors do the job. Yeah, this, see, that's not my right. job to destroy nobody. My job is to uplift. So let them destroy yeah. themselves with their own mouth. Because I know one thing: every time I got trash talk, I got you know people came and gave me some money. <laughs> so, like, hey, you know, I I like what you're talking about. Hey, hey, you know, let, let's do business. So, you know, we we it, see. We got to let people with that mindset trash do that trash talking and destroy themselves. And right now, you're right. The energy of the people, the consciousness of the people have shifted. And there ain't no turning back. They have shifted. They're shifted and they want positive. They're tired of the nonsense. The real, the real people, the real people that want something real is tired of the nonsense. And it's going to be... A, to the point where, you know, you, you're going you gonna to be with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, you're out of here. I always said we got to clean our own house first. And that's what's happening. Our house is being cleaned out. We're in the process of going through a cleansing right now. And if, you, if, you, if your consciousness, if you're not trying to elevate and do better for yourself and, and, and do better for your fellow man and, you, and looking to uplift, you're gonna get you're gonna get gone. You know? In the next energy shift, the next uh the phase of our existence, you ain't gonna be able to be part of that. You know? <clears throat> the planet always goes through cycles of ups and downs. 
And we're coming out of the down cycle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't even want. I'll be trying not to get too excited, but there's some stuff happening. Cause um, you know, like that brother um that you introduced me to a couple of weeks ago, he be saying a lot of good stuff. And then now Monique is saying something. Mhm. The Then and then I didn't I'm hear like, what she said. I I saw the video. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Man, I was just happy because, you know what I'm saying, black people, is just, we tired of being at the bottom and being yeah. an asshole for everybody. Just, I mean, why we got to play that position? We don't. You know, you got to play We don't have to play. play. The and, and, it's, you know? and the thing is, it's our people that's wanting to keep us there. That's right. It's, our, it's our own hate. people. Jealousy and hate mm-hmm. is trying to keep us there or just trying to keep the next man from making a dollar. Like it, like dollars run out. Dollars don't run out, man. There's enough money out there for everybody to get it and live comfortable and live real good, you know. But you know they just shitting on. You know what I'm saying? They shitting on it now. She's paying the price for saying something. Yeah, they you well because they don't want truth. See. What it is, is the more we wake up, the more they don't have power. But unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately, that's, they're not going to keep that power. I mean, you look, history says you're not going to keep the power. History, just look at history. You ain't got to sit back and do nothing. History says you can only have power for but so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's up comes down, what's down goes up. Ebbs and flow. You know they had their, you know they they got their fifteen minutes of fame. It's it's over with. You know, they just, right. they're trying to survive now by mixing in now. That's why they having all these interracial shows coming out and everything. But that's that right there is is a, is, is not going to work for them in their favor. You, you can't right. mix with the dominant and 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 survive. You know what they feared for for all of these years has come to pass. That's right. <laughs> it's come to pass. Come on and assimilate. It's like the, it's like that Star Trek episode, the Borg. How the Borg come in and. And they just assimilate everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they that's what's happening. Come on in, come on back home to the mothers, to the to the melanin. And it was like they every forgot. time they tried to upgrade and thought they had a had a weapon against the board, they upgraded and and, and, and adjusted. Ain't that us? That that's us right there. Every time they come out with something to, to destroy us, they end up destroying them eventually. They slow right. slow us down. They get they can only slow us down. But the inevit they're only putting off to what is inevitable. And then they got some kind of thing Puffy doing now. You see that Puffy got Puffy. They sent me the thing Puffy said yesterday about the Tulsa Oklahoma. Oh yeah, no mm-hmm. I see people talking about that. They ain't never want to think about nothing like that. That's right. 
Then Puffy You're said, sending me to drink. I said, whoa, you on talk. this now? I knew about That's this right. years ago. <laughs> I've done plenty of shows about that one. Said, but see, oh, when they said 100 good. years, that might be a cycle. You know, right. 100 years, people to be, you know, acknowledging that lady was 100 years old and she spoke on it. I think that's mm. something. They bombed them towns and took them people's property, killed them, took their property, and they never got compensated for that. They just mm-hmm. Tulsa. They got them from the country. More than just Tulsa. That was in several places in this country. They, had, they did a, a, an actual military campaign against the black community. They actually had military planes dropping bombs on some of these cities. You see, that's the part they want to cover up. You know. So they they what it what it was, they went off to war. Fighting amongst each other, came back, they didn't have no jobs. And they saw us because you know, in their own ignorance, they didn't want us to be a part of their military, which we shouldn't be in the first place. We're thriving while they was out there tearing each other off. Oh, so they got jealous. Wow. And they tore our communities up and took our businesses. See, they didn't just go after black, they went after people with prominence, people with businesses, business owners. See, that's how we lost a lot of our business was during that time. That wasn't just in total. See, they want to see when you got to be careful with the media. When they give you one place and they highlight that, they're covering up a major, another, a bunch of major tragedies. It was called the Red Summer of 1919. And they went through all of the places where people, of color was living and thriving and burned those cities down. They did it in wow. North Carolina. Yeah. Town, Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes. All we got to do is type in red summer, 1919. And it'll tell you red summer is a period from late winter through early autumn of 19 during which white supremacist terrorists, and uh, racial rioting in more than Weissman Churchfield and racial riots took place in more than three dozen cities across the United States. Three dozen. See, they say three wow. dozen. They, they, they say three dozen so you don't see the real impact. So that's three dozen. That's 36. How many states do we have? 50? So damn near the whole country. Close to 75% of the whole country was under, these cities was under attack. Wow. Yeah, you got to watch the play on words. Three dozen. Oh, three dozen. Only three dozen. No, that's 36 damn cities. We only got 50 states. Mm. You see? Uh Uh-huh. From from period from late winter through autumn, 
So this went on for months. And they playing it down. Arkansas. Uh, let's see some of the cities. And most of the attacks consisted of white on black violence. However, numerous Africans also fought back, notably in Chicago, Washington, D.C. So it was all over the place. You see? Georgia. They they see they they all Tulsa they just see when you got to be careful when they focus on one place because when they focus on one place they are distracting you from the real story the 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 big story that they did a military campaign across this country to take black people out of power in businesses why because maybe the slave story wasn't. All of that true. Because how did they, oh. in 1919, they have all of these businesses in there and you got it, they had a black Wall Street. That didn't just happen overnight. Oh. They already knew what, you listen, to, in order to have a thriving community, it takes what? A couple of decades. So at least, to build up the economics and everything. So you went through and destroyed all of their communities, and then you want to bring the same people for not having economic power. When you went in and destroyed their economics, purposely. Wow. See, really, we are prisoners of war right now. Right. Prisoners of war without the bars. It's a paper war. When you really look at this thing, as it is, wow. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So we got it, and see now that they done destroyed us so much that everything's on on uh, remote control. Like we're doing it to ourselves now. We're helping them. Yeah, they don't have to. All they gotta do is throw our little story out there, and then everybody take the bait. Especially on the black male. Somebody say negative about him is everybody kick him when he down. No matter what. That's right. <laughs> it don't matter. The slightest story, they do that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and they say that, that, um, that Puffy's saying that that he's going to do this digital marketplace for only blacks. And and mm-hmm. he tried to do another black wall. I hope he's ready for the fight. Yeah, they come. Man, I'm saying this. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Somebody trying to do something. Uh, oh man, yeah, man, I, I, but, I, that's I, what I'm saying is, you know how we start something and then we allow them to disrupt it. That's what we can't. Do. That's right. 
And see who gonna allow them to disrupt. It's gonna be it's gonna be from within. Right. You know. That's how it's gonna be from within. Mm hmm. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. So Yeah, man. So on the healing front, how's it going? Yeah, shit. That's that's the that's the biggest part of it. Is um, you know that that's gonna gonna be a component of it. Mm-hmm. Because that's relating to the mental health. You see? Yeah. That's why it's so significant that that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, relating it, that's related to the mental health because the whole race has a psychosis. Mental psychosis to even even participate in this this thing at the bottom and being comfortable at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You see, here you know um, you seeing the increase because you got to be crazy to, to 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 be and participate in this shit the way everybody participating and comfortable in. It. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think you're right. See, a lot of people just doing it just so they, you know, just to get along. Yeah. They don't want the drama yeah, to go with it. You know, and um, it just it's just unbelievable. But just you know, what I'm saying that's one of our biggest problems is mental health. Mm-hmm. Mental health issue, you know, because a lot of people are are functionally crazy. They crazy, but they functioning. Yeah. You know, um, when you think of when you think of a mental problem, you don't think of somebody that you have holding down the side, have a family. You know, they they yeah. fight. You know, yeah, well, that's something that we we we've been afraid of to do. Mm-hmm. Is that that part? <laughs> is that you know what that means? Self accountability. That's right. <laughs> accountability. You know. It, that means I have to be accountable for my action if I if I actually go and um get help on on my mental health issues. You know, nobody wants to look crazy. You know, even though you're looking crazy, <laughs> huh? Even though that's what they look like, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see, the, 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 the hardest thing to do is get a crazy person to think, believe they're crazy. You know, you got looking crazy, but don't even don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You know? Trust me, I, I know all too well. I have experienced that type of behavior firsthand. And you be looking like, are they serious? Can they really? That's right. It's very hard. And 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 then so anti-self, 
You see, mm-hmm. a lot of people, when you try to help them, they're going and, and 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 it's usually family members mm-hmm. where you, you you try to help them. And it's like, okay, you can be happy, but they won't accept it. See, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's the bigger problem. That's why I say, when when your mind in trouble, you in you in your you in your most trouble. Because yeah, because you don't know the difference. The, that's right. The worst thing is when you can be anti you. You know, mm-hmm. cause just because you know something and don't do nothing, mm-hmm. it's no good to know something and do nothing. Right. You know. Uh, a lot of people know a lot of stuff, but they don't do nothing. You know, so 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 that's 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 what I mean when when I say that, because um, it's the hardest thing to correct is a mental disorder because when you don't know that you don't know, right? You don't know that you that you sick. Um, you got all these these people on these schizophrenic and 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 different mental medicines. It's mm-hmm. hard to help that. Because who going to force the help? You know. Who gonna have the discipline to help themselves? You know, I see a lot of people that um they know they need help, but then when it comes down to to doing what they supposed to do to help themselves and to be consistent, it ain't there because for one, a lot of them don't have a support team to help them do what they need to do to stay alive. And then the other thing is the support team they have don't want the aggravation of fighting with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what you gotta do, but you won't do it. So you so you get nowhere. So you, you see this problem on so many levels, and um, they have and people have been saying this for centuries that they hybridized us. Um, I have this. They got um one of my daughters, two rabbits. One right. of them is a a natural rabbit. The other one is a hybrid rabbit. The natural rabbit did not already escape. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. It was it um it, it it's just unbelievable. The natural rabbit the whole time been been trying to it it, it just don't it, it just plays different. It don't um you gotta see it to 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 you know, but it's like it was mm-hmm. fighting and digging to get out from the very beginning. It uh, it shitted everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I know that don't seem like a big deal, but everywhere it just constantly. Now the hybrid rabbit used the bathroom in the corner. Um, it's more sociable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like markedly more sociable. And and what you realize, like, dang, they didn't hybridize everybody. 
Right. So they have took it out. A lot of things on so many levels, and and this this part of the problem when that, you know, we've been we've been socially engineered, and and we not the we we not ourselves. Mm-hmm. We just we just we just uh um a work we just use for work a slave work for us with no thinking involved. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like it's a major mental, social, cultural deficit. It's like the culture is wired to be like that. You know, and mm-hmm. then when somebody says something against it, you you attack it. You see, mm-hmm. you know, it shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be an overwhelming majority of our people doing certain things. You know, um, even the funny thing about it, Cosby said something about this, and everybody attacked him. Oh, they attacked him. He did. But he told he, the he, truth. See, they got rid of him, right? <laughs> That's right. Got rid of him. But, but he, like he got, it's like, so what? Like, yeah, you can, but sometimes the messenger got a message. Yeah. It ain't What's about it. Sometimes you got to hear what somebody got to say, you know? Um, the, the problem I've, I've is, told my, go ahead. I've told my children things. That shit, I didn't did that times ten. I told them not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then for you to say, "Well, Daddy, you did it so well, I did it." That's why I know better now. Mm-hmm. You know, yo, that's what makes you the best at saying something sometimes, because you've been there and done it. You know. It ain't about if somebody judging you or something. Sometimes you need to hear a message. Right. But, but it's going to be hard to get this across because you got a uh, entire culture that's literally sick. And, and this has been socially engineered out of them, you know? Where it's so wide in them that it seems like it's wrong. You know? Right. And like I was listening to, you know, I like I like I like hip hop, but if you really listen to it, it's some of the sickest stuff you can listen to. Yes, yes, yes. It's like dang. But it's it's people like to listen to it and the beat it just show you how powerful uh, uh music and the beat can be. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, we say that, but then we love it. No, it ain't no. That's a, well, they, you know, they design that like that on purpose. That's right. Get you caught up with the beat and not um, really paying attention to the words, and um, and. Let's see here, go here. Uh, pay attention to them words, and next you know, you caught up. 
right. and you, you're repeating those words, um, and, and a lot of those words are detrimental to your. That's right. To your psychology, your consciousness. You know, especially the ones that they use bitches, hoes, and just the way they glorify, the way they present black women is all they can do is work at a strip club. That's right. That's what, and see, and it's these working women who are listening to it. That's right. <laughs> like they dancing to it, and then they wondering why they have problems. Y'all got problems because you're listening to that that crap. You know, you letting you letting a, a, a song dictate to your consciousness. That's right. You know. And and, and see now. The norm. Now mm-hmm. you got women that are not prostitutes that look like prostitutes. It's the norm. Mm-hmm. It's been standardized. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, you know, thotting is the thing now. Even if you're not a thought, you look like one. And people are going to mm-hmm. see you as that. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's. <laughs> It's kind of like the sisters are doing what, what the brothers were doing, faking to be thugs. Remember, it was, you know, you had brothers walking right, around with right. people. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's become fashionable. Right. And it just breeds a negative culture. So you you seeing sisters doing the things that men were doing, they degrade themselves like men degraded themselves. Yeah, it started. Yeah, it started out with them, and then they, they, the, the sisters followed. So we, we took the lead on that. Yeah. So you got the the brothers walking around with their pants on their ass. Now you got the sisters walking around with, um, with they with the with the um hair wraps and pajamas and house shoes on. Mm-hmm. Which is so which is so disgusting because, you know, when I go out. And I man, I, I I like I always I'm real sensitive to energy. So mm-hmm. man, I change my clothes when I come home. I have to right. remove that energy off of me. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lay in my bed and and I'm just not gonna do that. And it's not a fear of of bacteria and viruses. I'm more concerned about that energy around me. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with the virus, bacteria, because what I think is worse is spiritually transmitted disease. Oh, yeah. As opposed yeah. to, I agree you know, with that. Yeah, so I agree with that. I'm going to be in my bed shoes and that, and then jump in my bed after I didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A lot of people don't think like that. They just go home and just jump in the bed. And you're right. That I've done that myself. You know. Yeah, but I I, I can't even go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't go to sleep unless unless I just took a bath. I'm right. not gonna be in the society and get in my bed and go to sleep. Man, I just been drunk and out my mind and hiding out my mind. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and and just fall asleep on the floor or on the couch. 
you know. Yeah, because see, energy transfers like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you know, um, that's why I'm, that's why I say the brothers need to come and get the readings to see what they need to do to go to the next level, so they can. The brothers got to catch up with the sisters, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right. And not catch up with them. They need to be in front of them so they can lead them. You know? Right. And um, one of the biggest problems with our brothers is is the ego is so bad. Where they yeah. They go and don't know. Because when you know, it's going to show. Right. Yeah, I've seen and that. You know, when I, when I, yeah, I've seen that a lot. You know, when people have a certain amount of knowledge, the brothers they always want to argue about who's right and who's wrong. And so a lot of times they're both wrong. That's right. <laughs> From my but, but, experience. But I'm, big, but I'm big on before you start running your mouth and start talking about what do you have going for your Right. Family. Right. Before That's you start it. running that mouth talking, all this knowledge. I don't care about your knowledge. Right. If you can't make your knowledge do something for you, it's not knowledge. It's just information. Right. right. You know. You, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that that's what I say. Listen, okay, people come at me all the time with their knowledge. And I say, okay, well, I hear you. Well, how did it work for you? And that's when you get crickets. That's right. That's when you get sound. But, but my friend told me and that don't mean anything, what your friend told me. What I need to know is what you're trying to say is the truth. And weigh some I, I mean, I've seen people tell people how to save their house and don't have a house. That's right. Like now. And and I know I know my time getting short, but I it was this brother that's going on about crypto. Mm-hmm. The cryptocurrency. Man, when that thing went up and hit, I knew he was a millionaire. Mm-hmm. The brother mm-hmm. didn't even have a, it ain't even bought a coin. He and didn't like, what? Why you been running your mouth? He ain't even bought one coin. <laughs> but then the biggest <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> And so, remember, it went from yeah. eighteen thousand to sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I got so happy for that brother. I knew he was a millionaire. I was like, "Oh man, I know you're a millionaire." You know, I was, I was, I was so happy. But, but, but then he realized just running the mouth and I had got no evidence, no nothing. Oh my got goodness! He telling everybody like, to do okay. something he ain't done. That's right. So I'm That's like, okay, bad. you need to close your mouth forever until you do something. Mm-hmm. You know, and the first you you supposed to say yourself first before you be even doing anything. You know, he should have been. I know but, he was. It, it hurt. I I know that hurt. To see, you go. well, he yeah. he ain't too late. He can still get in in it because it's gonna go. It's gonna go through the roof by the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, yeah but it's just. I'm just I'm just saying just for the sake of saying. Like I know what then, you're saying. What I admire about you, 
and myself. We are what we are. But at the same time, we're still trying to better ourselves. We're still learn, learning. We're still growing. Right. You see me right. all the time showing me that you're still learning like you don't know nothing. You still study like like it's still fresh. You see? Right. That's, that's what keeps great men great. Well, you, you know, got to. The, the life changes. <laughs> life that's changes right. on you. What you believe today could yeah. be a different thing tomorrow. That's right. And see, Wallace D. Wallace got a good series, The Science of Being Rich, The Science mm-hmm. of Being Great, The Science of Being Well. That's a mm-hmm. good series he got. And, and and you exemplify the principles he talk about in The Science of Being Great. You see, mm-hmm. that's what that's what I like about you because I know you. I know you are who you say you are. Uh, thank you. And you as well. Yeah. You know, I go to you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you set me straight yeah, a couple of times. You, <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's what real men do. You know, there's right. criticism and like, you know, self-reflection. You cannot lead anybody unless you can lead, your, you know, look at yourself and, and be true to yourself and criticize and say, hey, that's you know, right. I can do better here. That's you know. right. And and, and and moreover, that's what I like about being your friend because you helped me out in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. And and you know, that's that's you need to have people around you that are great too. So you can mm-hmm. improve yourself, you see. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But um yeah, yeah man, I know you got to go, and I got to go because somebody waiting for me at another meet. Uh, go ahead and tell them where right. you are, so we we can. Um, yeah, so we yeah. we we're in Columbia, South Carolina, seventy two zero one, Park Lane Road, Solomon's Temple. Um, call us at eight zero three six six one eight nine four five. Okay, mm-hmm. peace. All right, peace, 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 God. All right, peace. Protect your temple with the Solomon's Temple.